Welcome to the Hornet Football Report with head coach Zach Harrell. This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Hornet fans. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am in the office with Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today? Doing good, Michael. Thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. I, you know, I told you before, I'm going to say it again. One of my favorite times of the week is coming in here and, and getting a few minutes to talk to you about Hornet football. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming by. All right. So, listen, we want to get into um, this is the last week of the year. I know that uh, that didn't work out the way everybody had hoped. But this is going to be the last week of the year. We have senior uh, night coming up, and we want to talk about all that. But before we get into that, this was an important week as far as figuring out classifications for schools. Yeah, so last Friday was what they call snapshot day. Uh, and so each school in the state of Texas has to turn in their enrollment number, uh, how many students are enrolled uh, at their school, grades 9 through 12. Uh, and that's how they determine classifications uh, as far as what you know classification each school competes in, whether it be 4A, 5A, and then you know in football, they split that up even more in 4A Division One, 4A Division Two. Uh, so that that was done this week. Uh, schools actually have until this Friday to actually formally submit those numbers. Uh, it's supposed to be, you know, from last Friday's day. Like you take a picture on that day and how many kids you have in row. Uh, so that's going on. Usually by early December, the UIL releases. Uh, what the number cutoffs are uh, for each division. So you'll know, uh, and really you'll know before that, uh, because it's, it's just a number game. You know, they take this, they start at the top and take this many 6A schools and then this many 5A Division One schools, this many 5 and just go on down. Uh, and so officially you'll know by December, uh, but you probably have a good idea before then. Uh, and, and, you know, for us, it, it could change. We've been one of the smallest schools in 4A Division One this last year, and we think with our numbers where they're at, and those numbers typically uh, rise every year, like those cutoffs from 4A, from the bottom number of each classification goes up because our population uh, in the state of Texas is growing, uh, and more they're adding more and more schools. Uh, and so the more schools they add, the more that number moves up. Uh, and so, you know, typically on average, it goes up 40 to 50 kids uh, every two years. And so, anyway, we're, we're excited about the possibility uh, of possibly going into 40 Division II um, and competing against schools that are closer to our enrollment these past two years. We've competed against schools. Most of these schools have well over a 1,000 kids. Uh, you know, a lot of them have up to 1,200. You know, Lindell has... 1,200, about 10 kids. Uh, and so when you're playing schools that have three and 400 more kids than you, uh, that, that's quite a difference in depth. And not only at the varsity level, but really at the middle school levels, uh, that depth is, is, is tough on those kids because they got a lot more kids that are running out there, uh, and a lot more to choose from. So anyway. And so what was, what was Athens snapshot number? 
Uh, our snap, official snapshot number was 885. Right. Uh, and, and I saw the Athens Review actually posted the numbers for area schools. And this week, you're playing Maybank, and I remember seeing that Maybank was well over 1,000. Yeah, I think Maybank's about 1,040. Um, so anyway. that's, that, that's that thing that you're talking about. It seems like every single week when you play somebody, we talk about it all the time. Number one, the district was just so amazing. Right. But everybody in the district is bigger. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to move down. Now, you'll know in like December for sure what classification you'll be in, but you won't know what district you'll right. be in. Right. You won't know officially what district until that first week of February, uh, which is realignment day of who exactly will be in your district. You'll know for sure what, again, what division you'll be in, but you don't know your district until that first week of February. And there's actually a bunch of for a Division two size schools around us. Yes, sir. And, and you know, it really it's like the district that we're in in every other sport right now. Uh, you know, Van Canton, Brownsboro, Wills Point, uh, with the exception of Maybank, those other four schools. You know, that there's a good chance we could be with them if we indeed do drop down. Uh, so, which would be nice from a travel standpoint too, because those schools are a lot closer to us. All right, just something that's going on outside, off the field right now that's very important to the sports program. Yes, sir. And not, not just football, but everybody. Right. Yes, sir. Um, so we wanted to touch on that real quick. All right, as we move on, let's do what we normally do. Um, and that's the first thing we do is we talk about the MVPs yeah. for this week. Well, our, our, we felt like our most valuable player uh, this past week was Grant Udisky. Uh, Grant Grant plays more snaps than anybody else on our team. Uh, he plays both sides of the ball and very, very rarely comes off the field. He's been instrumental to our success all season. Um, you know, a lot of times in our offense, you know, he's that H back that really springs the run game and he's been a huge addition. Uh, and then this week, this past week, uh, he kind of broke out in the passing game. Uh, he had six catches for, 78 yards and make some big plays on third and fourth downs, uh, and was able to get some separation, uh, against their safeties and then on defense played really hard, uh, and he's kind of the captain of the defense. He's the one getting on, getting us in our coverage. And so he, he's a kid that, man, we're just so glad that he's been able to, you know, this is his first year in Athens, but it doesn't feel like it the way he's tried to, the way he's tried to lead us and be a leader. And I hate it for him that this season hasn't gone how we want it to, uh, cause he, he's poured his heart and soul, uh, into being an Athens Hornet. We're so appreciative of him, but he, he played really well against Kilgore. So he was our MVP. Uh, our offensive MVP was, uh, Jaden Crane. He had four catches for right at 80 yards, uh, and, Again, was was a leader on the offense, staying, you know, was encouraging guys and playing really hard. He graded out over 80%. Uh, defense MVP was Gage Friedrich uh, at outside linebacker, uh, another underclassman that, you know, he's our, one of our captains and is always positive, uh, always here ready to work uh, and played really hard uh, on Friday and you know we're excited to see again him the next two years how much he continues to grow. Now our special teams MVP was Jamari Manning, uh, another underclassman, another guy that is instrumental to our success this year and also we feel like will be in the next two years. Uh, and Jamari again 
played a lot on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, he played really well at running back for us, ran for a touchdown, uh, had a huge kick return, uh, about a 50 yard kick return in the special teams that led to our second score. Uh, and so Jamari was our special teams MVP due to that big play. I, and I think it's interesting. I was thinking that as you were talking, especially when you were talking um, about Grant and Chase and Jamari. Gage. Gage, I'm sorry. Gage. Chase uh, brother. His brother. Yeah. There, there you go. I had a flashback. Sorry, Gage. Um, but Gage recovered an onside kick. Right. And you said, like, Jamari, like, he took up the slack uh, at running back at one point, and Grant is all over the ball on defense, not just on offense. Right. And these are guys that are just showing up everywhere. Yeah, and all all of those guys are just pure team guys and guys that want to do whatever it takes for us to be successful. Uh, and so, again, we're, we're really excited about those underclassmen moving forward like we hit on, on Grant. I, I hate that. He doesn't get an, at least another year uh, as a Hornet uh, because, again, we still think the future is very bright. Uh, so, yeah, we're really proud of all those guys. All right. Well, speaking of the seniors, senior, uh, it's senior night this Friday as uh, Maybank's coming to town uh, for the last game of the season. Tell us about senior night, Coach. Yeah, you know, senior night's always a special night uh, to – just honor these kids that have put so much into their high school career of committing to this team. You know, we have 16 seniors this year. Uh, of those 16, I think 12 of them have, you know, been in this program uh, all four years uh, and have put their heart and soul uh, into, you know, really making their high school career about being as successful as they can and being part of something bigger than themselves. Uh, and that's what the, you know, that's what we talk to them all about, about what football is about. Uh, you know, football is the ultimate team sport. Uh, and it's not about, you know, it's not about you. It's about giving yourself and, and to something greater than, than just what's best for you. Uh, and these four, the 16 guys that we have have truly done that. And so we're excited to honor them. And, you know, we, honor them in a big rivalry game too. Uh, you know, Maybank's a big rival right down the road. Uh, the last two years have been really big, close games both times. And we think it will be again on Friday. And we, we hope to send these seniors out uh, the right way with the big win. All right. So let's talk about that Maybank coming in. They've, um, they've had a better season. They've had a pretty yeah. good season. Oh yeah. And coming in, uh, with, with some confidence. I think they knocked off Henderson last week. They did. Maybank is six and three. They're two and three in district. Uh, they've beaten Palestine and, uh, Henderson, uh, which are two good teams. And Coach Hudson over there at Maybank has done just a tremendous job. Uh, he has Maybank playing as good as I've ever seen Maybank play uh, since I've been around uh, this area. And he has them believing in their system. He has them playing so, so hard. Uh, and that, that's what's given them the chance to win is they're just they're playing harder than everybody else they play. Uh, but they do have some very talented players. Uh, you know, they, on offense, they run that 
wing tee, slot tee stuff. Uh, they have a move-in quarterback from Mansfield Legacy that started uh, the past two years at Mansfield Legacy uh, and was in the spread system there. Uh, and he's really added quite a bit to their offense, uh, really helped their passing game. Uh, he's also a very capable runner, so he's added to their run game with their quarterback run stuff. Uh, so a huge addition in him uh, and has really made them pretty dangerous on offense. Uh, defensively, they're, they're very multiple. Uh, they, they've, you, you never know from game to game what, what you're going to get. They've been in every front that you can be in. Um, you know, they try to confuse you. They have two or three really good players. They're Mike Linebacker, number 12, uh, is a three-year starter. And probably one of the best linebackers, probably I would say the best linebacker in the district. Uh, plays really hard, really big, physical, talented kid. Uh, have a defense end, number 26, uh, that plays with the motors, second to none uh he's he's just makes plays on one two and he goes really really hard uh he's just a speed rusher you know not, not a big doesn't play a lot of technique just goes as hard as he possibly can uh and so we got to contain that guy other than they have safety number seven uh that is a really good football player as well so they they have some good players uh and again like i said they they just play really hard and coach hudson cannot say enough things about what he's done he's a good friend of mine uh, and i have a lot of respect for him and we have a lot of respect for their program uh and so it's going to be a great opportunity they're you know maybe still playing for a chance to make the playoffs uh they win they're could get some tiebreaker situations, but they're definitely right in the middle of the mix. Uh, and so uh, we, we have a chance, if we beat them, to knock them out of that. And so, you know, you always, uh, to your kids, you know, especially in a rival game, uh, it, it's something that, hey, we can end this thing the right way and a ton of momentum moving into the offseason. All right. So before we move into the keys and the word of the week, one of the things I noticed when you were speaking there about their team, and, and it's not something that I've heard many times this season, is you highlighted guys at all three levels of the defense, their defensive line, their linebackers, and their secondary there. That's not something that we normally hear, whether you right. have that kind of depth yeah. across the board. They have key players at each position. Uh, you know, and now that they also have – a lot of those guys are also playing on the other side of the ball. Number 12 uh, is their fullback. Uh, and, you know, they run that fullback belly, uh, mm-hmm. that dive to him, and he is downhill. And, you know, he's he's trying to get four yards. Uh, if he gets four yards, it's a good play. And most of the time he does because he's a big old kid. Uh, so a lot, all three of those kids. That's uh, the old military academy offense. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and all three of those kids are playing some on offense, too. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't talk about number eight. Number eight outside linebackers was their better players, too. So they they have really good players on defense, and they've been, you know, you, you watch them, they've been really good on defense at limiting uh, teams. And, you know, they want to eat the clock and limit the possessions and keep, keep the score down. Uh, so... All right, so let's talk about the keys to the game and your word of the week. Yeah, word of the week. You know, we, we challenged them word of the week this week is, you know, and I asked them some questions, uh, but the word of the week is why. Uh, and, you know, I, I wanted to challenge them with 
I wanted them to think about why, and especially the seniors going to senior night, why have you dedicated your high school career to this? Uh, there's a lot of other things you could do. Uh, there, there's a lot of other, other ways you could spend your time. Uh, but you have chosen uh, to commit yourself and to pour your heart and soul into this program. Uh, and so I want you to think about those reasons why you've done that. And, you know, when, when we get on that field on Friday, uh, you know, and you hear people always saying all the time, motivational speakers, you know, find your why, uh, you know, because that's what drives you. Uh, and, you know, as we spoke on Monday, you know, most of them said, you know, because they love playing this game uh, with these guys they grew up with, uh, and they love being an Athens Hornet. Uh, and that that's what I want to think about when we step on that field is, hey, you're playing this game for more. You you know, nobody in that room with those seniors say, well, I'm playing this because I want to, you know, play in the NFL. Uh, it, you're not playing for you. Uh, you're playing for reasons so much bigger than that. Uh, and... You know, again, this season didn't go like we wanted, but what I told those seniors is, what I just said is, you're playing for more than just what you can accomplish. You know, three, four years down the road, uh, when we get this thing turned around and we're making runs in the playoffs, we're going to go back and look at this senior class and, uh, and say, hey, do you remember how those guys set the foundation uh, for the next two, three years, uh, playing in one of the toughest districts in the state of Texas, playing in a district where we had 200, 300 less kids than everybody we were playing against. Uh, and so I spoke to them about those things and about, you know, you're going to be remembered, uh, whether, whether, whether not be about what you just, you know, again, I mean, I'm not saying that, that, you know, we're, we're happy with where we're at, uh, but, there's so much more in the future and this program uh, and this town and this community, that's what we're playing for. And so anyway, that's the word of the week's why. I just kind of wanted to think about that. Uh, keys to victory. We want to challenge our offense to have zero turnovers. Uh, you know, in our game against these guys last year, it was 17 to zero at halftime. We were winning uh, and we played really well and we continually moved the ball. Uh, and then in the second half, we had three turnovers inside uh, the 40-yard line and just was changed the game and got them back in it. Uh, and so we want to challenge that zero turnovers. You know, again, we talked about their effort. We want to outmatch their effort. We want to play harder uh, than they do. And that's what you have to do against these guys because uh, we know that they're going to play extremely hard. we got to be ready to match their effort, outmatch their effort. Uh, they're a big onside kick team. Uh, you know, we, we gotta make sure that we recover all kicks. Uh, and then we want to score points in every time we get in the red zone. Last two games, we've had some red zone troubles. Uh, we've been in the red zone, I think, the last two games, five times without any points. And so we gotta do a better job down there. And then number five, play for the right read, going back to the why, play for the right reasons. Uh, that, you know, put, play for, you're representing more than yourself. You're representing this town. You're representing uh, this program. You're representing your family. Uh, play for those reasons. And, you know, I challenge those underclassmen. Hey, play for these seniors. Uh, they, th this is their last time to do this. You're going to have more opportunities. They don't. Uh, so let's make sure we honor these seniors the right way.
And Hornet fans, you can help do that by coming out Friday night, Bruce Field, Maybank is coming to town, it's senior night. Come out, cheer on your Hornets, and make sure that these seniors know how much you appreciate their effort over the years. Coach, thank you for uh, letting us in all season long. Yeah, we my... look forward to seeing you Friday night. Yes, sir. Thanks so much. If you can't make it to the game, you can always listen on Athens Classic Hits Music Station, KLVQ, 94.5 FM and 1410 AM, or online at network1sports.com. Go Hornet!